Mark Boosting. Today we got Ahmed, myself, Kana, and our guest today, Nivek. Nivek, would you like to introduce yourself real quick for us? Yeah, it's Nivek, aka Nivich, aka Nivape, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka the Pod God. Okay, uh, you know, work a regular nine to five life, but you know, on the on the side or on the during the night times, I uh, I'm on a podcast. I talk flip flops. I co-host it with my cousin Krish, and we're about three years deep. That's right. And Nivek was basically the one that showed us what podcasts were indirectly. He started sharing things on Instagram, and I was like, "What's this guy doing?" Started clicking on your links, started listening to what you're doing, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this thing's pretty cool." And your podcast, I don't even know if you know this, but your podcast was the third podcast I ever listened to. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that as well. And then I and then I started hearing about like the Joe Rogan podcast and all these other big ones, and then I started like well, listening to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you, Nivek. You're one of the reasons probably why the idea came to my mind when I brought it up to Victor. And Kana uh, was the one that had the determination to like keep going and keep doing it. So yeah, I usually am the only one that has mm-hmm. determination in the group to keep going. Uh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Other than the who's already been doing it for a very long time, out of our clique, when it comes to something, I feel like I have the determination. <laughs> so I wouldn't even say I have determination. I was I was kind of forced. So I'm a big um a big person who says, hey, I'm gonna do it, but I never do it. I'm a big talker. Yeah. Right? I've been doing that for years. I've always been saying, yeah, I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to learn to code. I'm going to learn to kill design, all this other shit, right? And then um, it was Krish who I brought the idea to. I was like, hey, do you want to do this podcast? I have this idea. I want to get these thoughts out. And at the time, pods weren't huge. Like, now they're huge. Yeah, now they're crazy. Now the Audi, yeah, people yeah. are getting, like, six-figure deals on podcasting. And, um, like, three years ago, it was cool. It was bubbling. Right, and then he had the equipment. He knew how to record because he produces music. Right. Yeah. And if he didn't ha- do all that, then I probably wouldn't, you know, have like sixty-nine episodes <laughs> into our podcast. You know, sixty-nine episodes, right? And well, I was gonna say some other stuff. Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I love this. You know, I love my friends. You know, creating things and becoming creators and doing their own thing. You know. Yeah. So I got a salute. Is them, I don't know, it was just one of those things, like, I, I think what it was, was I wanted to do a talk show, and I wanted, I really actually wanted Victor and me to be doing this talk show, because I thought he would be, like, <laughs> this guy who would bring guests on, because actually, you're not shit or anything, <laughs> I'm saying that you're, you're, no. you're, you're the real person that can actually get things done, and podcasts made a lot more sense for us, because we don't have, mm-hmm. like, we don't have, first of all, we don't have the resources and the product, yes. need to do it produce it i agree i agree with you on that because like for me personally like i have these big ideas but it cost too much money this is the only thing that's like you can get like a 50 dollar mic which any anyone can get that money for and then just get a laptop because you all have a laptop because it's university so it's easier yeah. to start it off you can't do special effects set or like get a do crazier stick because we might not have the resources for that but we can still just do a basic chat and like get the ball rolling and get just get ourselves into the groove of doing things yeah. By the way, we could still do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I mean, what I'm saying is, I guess that was the idea that made this happen. Mm-hmm. That was that was what I wanted in the first place. And then when we all finally got together and I wanted to like talk to everybody, inspire like inspiring. Like, were you, you guys are all there? But if you were there on the first episode, mm-hmm. but basically I wanted everyone to like, re- like renew what 
their thoughts were about why we're doing this and like what they want to get out of it. What I want to get out of it was to build skill set that isn't just, I know how to do your accounting or your taxes, which is yeah. going to help me sustain my livelihood, but this is going to help me get out of the box and potentially become bigger than just an employee of a company, you know? Yeah. I mean, we all have that dream, right? Yeah, we yeah. all want to have that dream where we have our last day at that nine to five and say, you know what? I'm never going to have a boss again. I'm going to yeah. do this. In our case, podcasting thing. Yeah. And then maybe we get paid like a 6K a year to do one hour a week, maybe two hours a week, two episodes mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. If you're getting paid that much, probably two episodes a week, Monday, Friday or whatever. That's that's amazing. That's that's a life. That's a life. And then you can also do other stuff because you're only working two hours a week, so you can do your yeah. other creative stuff. You can do freelance accounting. You know, people do that. Yeah. Apparently. Tax, tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freelance. There's freelance everything now. Yeah, because no one wants to work nine to five. Everybody wants to work for themselves, work from wherever wherever they want to. Like I had a dream of work becoming a digital nomad, working from like different parts of the world, because they'll just have a computer and knowing how to code. <laughs> Wait, wait, what's a digital nomad? It's pretty much like you can do what Nivek's trying to do. Do you do digital design, UX design, or UI design? UX, UX, UI design, or you know how to web code web pages, or you know how to do security management for something, but it's all done through the online. So you can do it anywhere. So people like work in Fiji, Hawaii. They're not working in Fiji, they're just working. They're just traveling for fun while they're working. It's pretty much they're working in those countries because they don't have an office. Their whole business online. So their work is their computer. So they can just do whatever they want in that country, but they still have to do their job at the end of the day. You know what else you can do like that? You can do podcasts like that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But like, it's not a steady income until you get the followers, though. That's the difference. Like, Digital Nomad, you already have the contracts, you already have the business. You don't yeah. have to stay there anymore. Yeah. Whereas trying to build a podcast, you have to get the followers and get the guap coming in before you can actually do anything. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember you mentioning that some time ago. It's a very interesting career. I mean, it's still very possible to do. It's still very, very possible. So, um, yeah, you just start with Fiverr, I think. Get get the skill sets, build your portfolio, and then once you get the portfolio, you can go to that website, the digital nomad website to show you. Yeah. And then take it from there. Like, it's kind of wild. This girl that just got hired at my job, which we'll get, there's a story about that, but she's 22. She got hired right out of university. She worked at Aldo part-time prior to this. I worked at nine jobs. Yeah. I lied about a whole job to get this job. <laughs> right. And then my manager's like, hey, um, do you know uh, Muhammad from Blank Company? It's a company I lied about. And yeah. I was like, uh, nah, I don't know who he is. And he's like, oh, true. Okay. And I'm asking me questions yeah. every week about this, old, this job that I didn't ask. Yeah. Anyways, um, she's 22 and she has this job, which is pretty decent. You know, I'm 25 and I have this. Yeah. Other yeah. people are 32 and they have this job. Yeah. Right. So it's like, man, you have so much time to really, even if you do this for a year, you can do some other shit next year and figure this out. You know, and yeah, that like all, all our previous like our previous guests for the new season were were people who work full time and they did their thing on the side. Like they were, Ricky had his photography business. Yeah. He, he he's now he's at the point where he's getting flown out to weddings, and yeah. he talks about it. He goes to Jamaica and he gets his stuff. But he started off making <clears throat> what was it? Uh, eighty bucks a night. Eighty bucks per well, for a before that before before even that, like he met the guy on the bus, 
Do film no, no, no. photography. His friend met a guy, the guy on the bus. bus who randomly approached him because the camera was hanging from his neck and he said, Hey, do you do photography? And that's where it started. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. after that he started getting bar gigs, which would pay him like eighty bucks a night. Yeah. And he'll have to bust it there and bust it back just for eighty bucks. But like now, like look at him. Like he started this yeah. hustle right out of high school and like it's, probably, it's almost ten years, almost like eight years probably. So like for us I guess it takes time too, right? To get Really good at what we're doing outside of work. Man, good for him, man. Good yeah. for him for sticking with that. Yeah. And eighty bucks is still like when you're starting out with photography. That's a good, nice little bag. You know? Yeah, yeah. For like, let's say three to four hours. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it's decent. Uh, it, was, it was like super late. It's usually from like ten to two. So yeah, it's like 10, oh, yeah, 10 yeah. PM to two. It's yeah. like get to the club closes, so you have to go to that club or bar and just wait until it closes to do the pictures. It's like more like clubbing events, right? Yo, now that I think about it, it's just right. He was seventeen and he was in there. Yeah, that's even better. Honestly, that's even better. As a seventeen year old, you don't you're not doing much. Yeah, yeah. You might as well, you know, get paid for You're not drinking, you're not yeah, you're not having fun with it. Yeah. You can't they know you're seventeen, so they're not gonna give it to you. Yeah. So like yeah, he's just making the bag and watching other people have fun. And then Ben, the guy, he he works he's an accountant like me, but on the side he has a limo business. Mm. And he he rents out the limos and I assume he gets the drivers and whatnot and that's how he makes his money. Yeah, there's so many different things that we could do. And another another point to what you said is, do you think that your company, she got hired for a certain reason? Like, what she, like I don't want to say... Uh, yeah, I'll say it then, I'll say it. <laughs> okay. Do you think she got hired because she was a sexy ass girl? <laughs> okay, um, I'll be <laughs> candid on this. Okay, thing. yeah. Um, so she got hired with another guy at the same time. Right. And this other guy, he also grad- he graduated from like um, Laurier... Okay. I think he had some internships, Okay. but nothing like solid like me and the other guy. Like when sales I got experience. hired, I had to, I lied about a full year of sales experience at this other company where you just keep outbound call, right? And then I worked at TELUS and Rogers for like two years. Yeah. And the other guy worked at like Scotiabank as a financial advisor for two years. Yeah. Right. So we got hired we got our and then, and by the way, this was like my first offer after six or seven months of applying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And then she's like, she applied within like I don't know two weeks, got it first, first or second thing. Yeah. And then um she did get it. Now she's very attractive, okay. and there's a story of. Do you want me to get into? Yeah, it? get into the story. Into it. It's right into it. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so she sat right next to me. Okay. Right. So we have pods. I'm sure it's similar to your workplace, yeah. where it's like. Pretty much cubicles, but they're not like full guards where you can't see people. It's you just see, you can see their face, right? You see everybody. Yeah. Computers and all that. And she's right next to me, and um, so we're talking, and she keeps asking me for help. Now every, I'm talking every few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like every four minutes. Imagine someone, ask, like if it was a dude, you'd be angry, but yeah. since it's a hot girl, you're gonna be like, yeah. Double <laughs> <laughs> bad data effect. Oh yeah, it's just right there. Yeah. <laughs> that, like so, she asked some. Some wild questions, okay? Just that I'm like, come on. Like, you sure? So I know exactly what you're saying. And then she's like, I hope. No, I'm not gonna say anything because who knows, like, if people ever Google and they come across this, so I won't. Don't if she happens to. Yeah. But she would know if she heard it because it's right next to me. Yeah. But anyways, um, so then I'm still, I'm, I'm spinning my game, okay? I'm telling these jokes to her. Mm. Like I'm telling these jokes. I'm getting close, but not too close where it's weird. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not a creep. I'm not trying to, you know, get, uh, make her feel uncomfortable in the workplace. That's fucked. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm keeping my distance. And she's coming like she's kind of coming close to me sometimes, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I feel like this is something. Yeah. So yesterday I was like, hey, do you wanna meet up today and smoke after work? And she said yes, and so we met up today at five o'clock, and then mm. we did a little bit, right? And then she's like, oh, I have to go to my grandma's house. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'll give you a ride, cause it's in yeah. like, near Fairview. Okay. Don Mills and Chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, shit, shit, shit. Okay. Yeah, you might have to bleep that, but yeah, whatever. It's it not that huge. No, it's not a big deal. It's, actually. Big it's an intersection. It's yeah, it's just an intersection. Yeah. It's not even, I didn't see the building or whatever. Yeah. It's Don Mills and Shepherd, right? Yeah. yeah. And so we pull up around like 5.55 or something like that. And, oh, and while we're driving there, she's like, I'm going to see my mom. And I'm high. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, what? what's the big deal? Just act with casual and shirts in your head and all that. She's like, no, she's going to want to talk to me about something. And I'm like, oh, about what? She's like, about my boyfriend. <laughs> okay, right. and I'm like, yeah, bro, bro, that's so bro. Okay, look, yeah, so it's just workplace flirting at the end of it. Yeah, bro, I'm s- okay. First, I need to preface this with um, I value women as friends. Yeah, yeah, okay, but when I know I'm going into it as a friend, I didn't, I wasn't going into this as like her friend. Okay, I'm cool with being a friend, you know, yeah. but the way she was like, I was like, okay, I thought there was something. That, there was a vibe to yeah, it. more to that yeah. you know and then uh she ended up just venting about her boyfriend and all her past like she had some uh she had okay this is now there's this one detail that's kind of wild man and it makes me wonder how do these this relates to the cottage thing okay, that i was gonna mention okay, okay. i'm just gonna say this fuck it even if she listens to this whatever um <laughs> she had a boyfriend that cheated on her with three girls Oh my god. And I'm like, how did this guy do it? Because myself and Kanata Shen, I'm, well, I, I don't want to speak for yourself. I won't. Yeah, I'll share. I'm single man. Girlfriend, so like, whatever. We're single men. I'm a lonely ass motherfucker. So for like, myself, <laughs> it's been so hard to even like, to like not get curved this year and to actually like, you know, um, date someone consistently. It's been very difficult. And I remember mm-hmm. on Sunday, as we were leaving the cottage, that I thought was so funny. Mm-hmm. Was Ahmed came up to me. He's like, "Yo, you know, next time just bring a bring a girl next time." And I was like, "I, I thought about that. Like, I, I wasn't quick with the reply. I mm-hmm. thought about this like 15 minutes later. I was like, man, Ahmed, just because you look so damn good, okay? I don't look like you, bro. <laughs> I, don't I look like, like me, bro. So I get curved by like every girl. Uh, I feel you know, like I, I feel you're like that's yourself fast. short. You're selling yourself short. I feel, no, I feel like that's sure fast because we're in the even, same, even we're like, no, class. Ahmed, okay. let's be real here. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Let's... Bro, we're literally in the same room. Okay, okay, no, no. I feel oh. like the bake is spinning facts right there because I feel like when you have a certain look or or fate or just a certain way, you're you're gonna get it easier than people who look another way. And like, especially if you're lighter skin, you have it much easier than a darker skin person. You notice oh, this. Yeah. You notice mm-hmm. this really fast. I'm not trying to say it works. But here's the thing: I know a lot of people, different types of people. I can't, but maybe I can't speak to this if we're talking about skin tone. But it's confidence and it's like your ability to get into more situations, mm-hmm. like put yourself in the situation and control the situation of the people you're around with, that gets you opportunities. Whether it's sales, oh, whether yeah. it's with like the opposite gender, whether it's with management. But maybe I'm just no, no. That is okay. also straight facts as well. And. Uh, what are you trying to say? Oh, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say, then I'll be on my way. No, I'm going to ask him, have you ever, has, no, has a woman ever come up to you and you're like, 
Yeah. Okay. Has that happened to you? Nope. That's never <laughs> happened to me in my life. Um, and like, up. that's he, like, well, and it's okay, man. It's perfectly yeah. fine. Like, it's, mm. you know, it's okay for you to be in that position, for me to be in my position, because him. Yeah, everyone's yeah, fine with their position. You know, things will happen eventually. I'm not saying we're total duds and nothing will happen in our lives. Like, things will happen eventually. Well, but I'm just like, it's just funny. It was just a funny thing in my mind. I was like, it's, mm. it's so easy, like, for, you, you know, just bring it up. It's like, as if it's my choice, but it's not my choice, unfortunately. Here's one thing that helped. I never got hit on until I had long hair. When I had long yeah. hair, it was a weird thing. Just people would randomly keep coming mm-hmm. up to me. So if you guys want to try, try something. Long different. hair only works on certain people. It doesn't work on everyone. Yeah, your hair would be weird. Like, his yeah. hair would be pretty sick. Uh, I don't know if it'll work for me. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. have, but, but you're yeah. also staying flexible. You have to put yourself out there and keep trying. So like you have to put yourself have the confidence. And I feel like that has been working for me a little bit. But even then... I get curved more than like I get successes. Like, I remember the time we went to the beach, right? Me and my friend Mario, we were out with my beach and we're just chilling. And then, as with the beach, we were well, we were we uh we had a couple other friends. Uh, one was Felipe, another guy, and we started going up to these girls, right? The two of us were not like average looking, but there's two other girls there, and like we started hooking up, talking with them. We started playing beach volleyball in the beach. And we started, like, just, like, passing the ball around. And, like, two of our friends were hitting on the two older chicks. And then me and the other guy were trying to hit. Like, me and the other guy were just playing with the other girl. I'm trying to hit on the other girls. And they're not falling for it. But they're hitting on my friend. He's not even trying. Not even trying. Like, he's just trying to have fun and, like, enjoy his time there. Whereas me and, like, the other guys who are single were trying to get these girls. But they weren't having it. Why? Because we probably looked a certain way. Or they already had it in their mind. They attracted to one of our friends in the group, right? So, like, we're playing, and then... It's because he's jacked. It's because he has a lot of muscle. So then afterwards, we're done playing in, the, uh, like, like swimming and, like, trying keep-ups in the water or whatever. And we're... Ch- we were playing... Like keep-ups in the water? How do you do keep-ups in the water? Bro? But not, like, um, uh, like, like keeping the volleyball in the air oh, wait, or whatever. And then afterwards, we decided, let's go play some soccer. So us with the international students from France, some really cute girls from France, and, like, we are all playing soccer, and I was trying to show off my soccer skills to be like, yo, like, check me out, like, and it was kind of working. Few girls were checking out, like, yeah, like, yo. Wait, you guys... the, you, that's the day you got the picture with those girls on the. Oh, that's the day. Okay. Yeah. What are you talking about? yeah. So then. That's the picture you sent us. So. Yeah, so then. Rum, <laughs> rum. <laughs> so, like. So we're there, and then we're playing soccer. And then these two girls walk by, right? And then one of the. While we're playing soccer, like, I'm showing all my skills and trying to get across these French girls and whatever, right? And I'm pressing them because I'm getting my shots in. Like, I'm like playing skillfully as best that I can, I'm not as good as my other friends, but I'm playing as, as, as a high skill I've ever played. So, as we're playing... Bro, you're boosting yourself so much. Yeah. Continue, continue. I'm pretty good talking, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm not at, like, Raps' level or, like, other people's level who made soccer teams, but I'm a pretty high up there. I always made, oh, yeah, like, yeah, first, second... Yeah, you I made the good. first cut, second cut. I always got lost in the third cut, but at least I always made, you made cuts. cuts. Yeah. I didn't just, like, drop out of the first, like, shot, right? All right. I'm sorry, sorry. Continue. So... These two girls walk by, and then while we're playing, one of her, one of the the girl's friend starts playing a uh, moaning sound, like ah, ah. right? What and they, the... they remember? Yeah, oh yeah, on the phone, right? Yeah. So me and my friend Mario just like, oh, these girls are pretty cute, so we invited them to play soccer. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Right? Yeah. So then we're playing. I think the Asian girl's cute, so I'm trying to like play with her. Then she leaves, and I'm like, yo, should I ask for her number? So then. We were, I, I went just to like walk around and then we see her and then I started talking to her 
And then I a friend Mario comes and then she's literally like currently just starts flirting with him and like he's oblivious to this at this point. Yeah. And you're saying that he she curved you and went to him? The first time. Before I started, I went up to her and then started by myself. Okay. Like, all right. He probably doesn't realize this, but I feel like it was. Like they stood both because we're both there, me and Mario and then her and her friend, but they were both more like interested and like staring him down. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like certain amount of attractiveness, even if you have the confidence to go up by yourself, they only go so far, especially if they already have someone else in their mind in that day. Yeah. Now, hmm, man. First, I want to say it's kind of swag of Mario to be getting a hit on all these girls, and he doesn't even know or care. That's the most swag thing I've heard today. Um. So I think Nashville's hyping him up a bit. Like I, I chill with Mario a lot. No, I believe I kind of believe that actually. Yeah. I no. I, uh, I've seen that. it with a lot of my friends who have significant others, like Mario. When they get hit on, they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've been told that as well by certain people. Not of myself, of other people. And mm-hmm. then I notice it after when people point it out. So the trick yeah. is to just get jacked. To get muscle. Um, and to look like physically attractive. Yeah, I I, I, that's, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's, that's short term. Long term to find... Someone, I would it's personality, yes, but to, yeah. to I don't want to feel like saying this term, but to wheel them in or to go fishing, you have to have the part down, the first part, because everything else after that is just you. But if you don't have the first part down, which is I feel like this makes society seem really vain, or there's no vanity in the world, it's mm-hmm. about attraction and what you look like. What were you gonna say, Nate? Because I something. Oh, um, I was mm-hmm. just gonna say I do, I don't want this to seem like an incel episode. On the podcast where we hate we're like oh girls don't like me i hate yeah. women no it's not like that i mean i've been in a relationship with women so i can't say anything like yeah. you know they've uh, improved me in some yeah. cases in some cases they've deproved me um which is not a word but i think it should be and yeah you know it, just some bad luck and luck, you luck, know luck. luck and timing and vibes <laughs> So, yeah, just that, you know? So, like, I think everyone's goal shouldn't be to... Sorry, I know I'm far from the mic. I don't think everyone's goal should be to find, like, constant relationships. It should just really be to go for someone that they want to be with for a very long time, which ideally would be for the rest of their lives. So it shouldn't be uh, physical attraction makes makes or break the situation. It should be to people who maybe have similar goals or who are able to, like, support each other. Like, all three of my sisters are married. So I had three examples growing up of them getting married one by one and seeing three very unique relationships in front of me go for a very long time. So I think that helps help me understand what it took to, like, like what, what, I, what in my mind it takes to have, like, a valuable long-term relationship. I think that's what we should all strive for. Mm-hmm. Not I think to, that would, and not to worry about the short-term, like, small flames or I don't know what to call them but, no, but I feel like I feel like all our friend group has that same value looking for the long term right yeah we're, we're pretty loyal like like considerate people but I think that's not like too. like because we grew up in Scarborough we grew up like fairly humble beginnings in a way yeah so we and well it's because it's our area Scarborough I feel like it's like to be more precise yeah because like we had friends you know we had friends from Oakville and they did, they did very inappropriate things that I wouldn't be allowed to say, like yeah. in front of my nephews and nieces, with people in their schools. But in our schools, 
like you try to talk to girls like because we're guys that's what we do they would just like curb us and they're like they're not like yeah. the most amazing human beings in the world <laughs> like but they acted like they were so it was like we we were like we were humbled very early mm-hmm. and we just had to work with that yeah like i know a group of guys as well that um same thing they're all faithful and they're all, we're all from Scarborough as well. You guys same all schools those guys. and stuff, right? Yeah. Same school, so it's pretty common from that school especially. Yeah. But one thing I want to say about the we go to relationship to relationship, that's because a lot of us um, don't receive physical touch or like words mm. of affirmation mm. until our first relationship. Right, you're right. And for some people that can be 18, 20, 16, whatever. And then when when we finally get that, and um, you know, I felt that as well. You know, I I obviously I think all of us might. I don't I don't actually know your obviously yeah, your relationships with your parents, but um, you know, parents don't like hug or yeah. say anything to you yeah. unless obviously it's to do something. But they show in other ways, like food and providing, you know, providing you. and stuff like that, and asking yeah. if you're are you hungry and stuff like that is yeah. their form because they don't know. Yeah. They don't know love really. Yeah. You know, they they came from another country and they're forced. At least my, my mom yeah. landed and then literally married some Judas. Oh. And okay, all my so my dad too. <laughs> and yeah, and um so that's why, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, bounce from relationship to relationship because we want that stability. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And some of us are just too broken to even know what a relationship is. Yeah. Oof, that was deep. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> wow, that actually might be the realest thing you said on this podcast. Yeah, that is. Oh that's uh, that 100% true actually yeah when I think about what my parents do is I don't think my my dad I think he, he, I don't think of my dad has ever hugged me ever but I don't mm-hmm. like I never even thought of that as a requirement of life like it, it never even crossed my mind and like mm-hmm. my mom she would just like pat me on the head and hug me when I'm leaving for a trip you know it's just mm-hmm. not a regular day to day thing I think it's just brown people that's what we do like it's yeah. unnecessary physical interaction so uh like i don't know how but like for me growing up just touching a girl is haram so you're not even allowed to go that close to them so when i got into high school and people were coming up to hug me and stuff i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, like that was so far beyond the line that i was like i'm in some next like wonderland where these amazing things happen and then you feel guilt because you're like shoot if my mom sees me hugging these people mm-hmm. it's game over so it's like, I, I see what you're saying. You grew up with almost like nothing. And then suddenly we're shocked with oh, all this availability. So yeah. you, you you draw your own line at a certain point in your life. And you're like, okay, I'm going to work with this line. And I guess everyone's line is at a different different point. Right, yeah. Mine would be, I would try to find someone who I want to spend the rest of my life with. And regardless of like how I get there, as long as we're good people and we have like aspirations to do good in, on, on this planet. I don't see something wrong with that as long as it's healthy for both of us and our families. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't even know where I went with that, but everybody sort of has their idea in their mind of what they want, right? And they're trying to achieve that. Some guys I know they don't want a long term relationship. Yeah. Like I know they they grew up in areas with like they just they just want to hit and miss. Yeah, yeah that's what the like the culture uh, is where they grow up. Hit and miss? No, no you don't miss. Hit and move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's hit yeah. happy to move on. Yeah. 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 Give it to her and then just leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that goes into like other things you do. Like when you go to work and stuff and you're committed to a certain group of people, I think 
you also would have that line with those people and you have that line in sports too like we have our league uh and a bad example because i left our team so oh. it's like <laughs> i'm not committed it's not that i wasn't committed there it's just i want my brother to have like his own team i want to compete against him so to sort of build some more and then i want to be a, i want to beat Ahmed, so i don't mind if he wants to beat me i want to beat him and uh like jim and alex or sorry jim and where's that name whatever those other two guys were so good they carried our team i want to be able to like prove that i can beat them and they didn't carry me to victory you know? and i just want to get better that's why i don't mind being on the team because they can teach yeah. me a lot because they play basketball competitive like if i'm coaching soccer i can teach how to play that competitive game i'm not like like most of my friends who play like rap or anything but i know mm-hmm. how to play competitive and help my team win like i just saw my team win this summer yeah. Yeah. little kids right and help them increase their skill level whereas in basketball well, they i wanted you to come to the finals man i feel like it psychologically changed me yeah mm. really because we won like yeah. we won the whole thing and it just felt like i've never done that before that's sad really? that's not sad i've never won no it's not sad at all you know yeah. it's good to find those hey. points oh sorry, sorry. i was I gonna say, say something yeah hey the only <laughs> thing i'm glad about we beat guy <laughs> it is only the first year yeah we beat our friend guy and and you know what it's okay to to like things and to find joy in in little things you know like i went to a concert the other night and then um there was this opener she came on and she she's like a rapper but she was dj right mm-hmm. and then the guy behind me was like i hope she sucks what and i'm like why what? would you say that why why would you want her to suck you paid like thirty bucks to see the you may, okay you paid mainly to see the main act but also the, the opener. Yeah. So you wanted to be good, you know. You want to you want to have fun. So, but some people really like hate so much that they're like they truly born hate haters. Trying to say, yeah. They just live their life as haters. Yeah. You know, and uh, it kind of makes me sick. You know, I'm tired of that because who really knows how much time you know? I don't I don't know what's what happening. Huh? Oh, so you, how you, how you time we have in general. Oh, like, I don't know climate change. I don't know what the, you know, like um, the world wars that could potentially break up. And who knows, just locally, like what government's gonna take over and what they're gonna do. Also, people are also shooting people in their homes. Yeah. In their apartment. Yeah. Buildings. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, I'm gonna uh, screw up his name, but I'm gonna say his full first name. At least. Uh, R.I.P. Lothine. I'm gonna say that's his name. I might have local. You mispronounced it. No, in the States, he was in his apartment, watching TV, eating ice cream. This woman opens the door. Oh, the police officer. I know what you're talking about. She, um, supposedly she, uh, she parked on the wrong floor. <laughs> Sorry. He took the story <laughs> from me. <laughs> <laughs> parked on the wrong floor. What Thought it was her apartment. Entered the thing because the door was open. And then shot him when he's sitting down, like he was saying, eating food. Oh. I think his name is Botan James or William. Sorry, that's probably wrong. But yeah, she thought it was her... She thought it was her apartment, which, I mean, how do you screw up a number? How does your yeah. key not fit in the lock? Yeah. And then, you know. You hear about the other thing they had? The racist text messages. Well, no. There's a, in front of her apartment, there's no rug. In front of her apartment, there's a welcome mat. Of course. She's she's also proven to be racist. So they found yeah. text messages of her being racist, saying, you know, kill him oh, and crap. all so that She might have done it on purpose. And you know what? She got sentenced today. From what I, I saw right before I got in here. And I'm not 100% sure if this is correct, but I think it is. Do you guys know how many years? I, I can't remember, but I think it's, a it's 10, 10 or something. Years? Yeah. 10 years for murdering an innocent man in their home, in his home. Yeah. He was um, just in his house. 
Isn't it 25? It's supposed to be 25 or something. I don't know what the standard like standard sentence would be, but isn't it 25 to life for murder or something? It's a white woman. So they feel sorry for her. And it's like the girl who threw the chair over the balcony. Yeah, exactly. And sorry. usually for um, white women who kill their children as well, they usually get off. Always, somehow. They always get off. So this is not that surprising, but it's like Come on, my G, like, it was, she broke into his apartment and murdered him. That is, what else is that? I have, bro, it's kind of crazy in the States. Like, I don't know if you get as much stories here like that, but I, I recently followed Bernie Sanders on Instagram because mm-hmm. he has entertaining, like, like I think he's kind of an entertaining person. I actually really like a lot of what he says. I feel like he is the extreme left, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like he may be a bit too far left for it what the world needs right now but i think his messages for the most part are very positive and i would if i had to vote for somebody between him and trump i'd be voting for him aside from that and my political views he posted something where there was an there was two there was an, a there was a comparison and the comparison was a white woman or this this it was recent it was on the news she she got her daughter into a university and she paid or something to get yeah, her through yeah so she's a celeb yeah, so there's some celebrity that did it, and I feel like a lot of people did it last year, and they were caught too, and uh, they charged her like ten grand or something, yeah. and that was it. And there was a like there was an African American woman, a black woman, mm-hmm. who had a, a son who she enrolled in a school outside of her district, and she went to jail for that five years. <laughs> yeah. She got half the sentence of the woman who killed a man. Yeah, I don't know how people are so blind to the obvious mm-hmm. imbalance in like the sentences and the, the penalties for people just based on their color i don't get how it's still happening mm, exactly yeah i think one of them got like two weeks in jail but come on she's rich she's gonna be out in two probably a week yeah, two weeks and then that's not even do the four weeks. weeks probably do like seven days and pay bill or something exactly your way and man that country is just so fucked man oh yeah yeah uh, it's just so fucked. yeah like if you read the article on like the news nbc news it says, um, she says he got up coming to the war, yelling at her, hey, 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 right? And I would do the same thing if someone came into my house randomly. Exactly. And then if you go further down, she has a four-year thing, and after she shot him, she didn't use any life-saving measures. She's a police officer. She had bandies yeah. in her backpack and everything, which could have stopped the bleeding. It might have saved his life, right? She did nothing. She's supposed to do um, CPR, but she didn't. She was on the phone. She's a cop who accidentally walked into the wrong apartment. Mm-hmm. And then let him die. Actually. Somebody with that mental situation shouldn't be a cop. And she's one of probably 50,000 cops similar to her. There's another cop who's planning drugs on people. Every time he pulled them over, I saw another clip. What was it, the Asian cop? No, it's a, this one was white. Oh, white, white cop. cop. And, yeah, man. So, yeah. Like in Canada, we don't get that. We don't get those stories. And maybe it does happen at a smaller scale, but I don't think it's as a percentage to our population. It's not as frequent as the States. I think it's pretty, I'm pretty grateful. But I feel like she should have got 25 years to life because here's the clincher. If you read, it says, she says in her testimony that he got up, but all the forensic evidence says that he was sitting down still when she fired at him. That means he didn't do anything. He didn't get up. He didn't do anything. He was sitting in his couch still. There was nothing to benefit her side of the story other than she's a white woman who happens to also be a cop. So she gets she has two shields of defense from 
And then I read another article where they asked her. So how did you treat cops in jail? That's the thing. She's gonna get beat the show. I mean, I'm, maybe. We don't know. And I read another. Like yeah, she might. I never read another article and they asked her, Did you intend to kill? And she's like, Yeah. She admitted to intending to kill. She also but, has a. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. She also has a Pinterest page with a bunch of post tags. Yeah, it, says, it said that here too. Stuff like that. All about murder. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, what else do you need? What, yeah, imagine if her name was Ahmed Farouk. Hmm. It would, be, it would be game over, bro. Yeah, there wouldn't even be a trial. So yeah, yeah, I'd probably be dead. I'd probably have gotten uh, killed on the way to the... Yeah. You... yeah. And what's, what was wild is that um, I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, oh, and yeah, apparently yeah. he was a fan of the Joe Budden podcast. And then they were talking about him, and like, like it's so fucked, you know, to, to know that someone that, Listen you know, actually actively listened to you every week, and then, you know, then murdered. And it kind of makes mm. you, you know, just, I don't know, think about that. So it feels yeah, different. Bro, the world is a messed up place, man. And, yo, the way, like, this type time of the year becomes, like, highly depressing, in my opinion. That as well. Yeah. I was at work today, and it, uh, I feel like it was just hitting, like, some people get hit significantly harder than others, I understand that. But for me, it was just, like, I was getting through the day, and I just, like, kept having negative thoughts, and I was like, this is not what, like, I don't know how to, I, don't, I can't even control it. So mm-hmm. this this time of the year is a tough time of the year. So I feel like things are gonna happen even more frequently with people because they're so in a like a lost state of mind and kind of disturbed and kind of sad and down that they yeah I feel like worse things happen at this time of the year. Maybe it's just my in my head. I feel like the the worst times for me are January and February. January February because at least with with Christmas. now in October you have Christmas and mm-hmm. you're looking forward to seeing people and yeah. doing less. Yep. And then, then you hit January, everything's over, and you're just like, no really way. starting over, kind of, as well. And it's freezing. And it's the coldest ever. Yeah. I remember, yeah. oh man, I remember last January, just like the storms, and people still having to go to work at like 7 a.m. Come on, was you? That was brutal, brutal bro. And did you still, like, you know, how, frequent, how frequently do you guys record? As your... Uh, every two weeks. So bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. And throughout the winter time, you guys are consistent, too. We tried. So there are periods where, you know, we weren't. It happens in no time. It's so tough. Honestly, to do a podcast and have a job, and two of you have jobs and lives. Yeah. And then do something for free, you know? Yeah. And ask some other person. I mean, you guys are interview-based, too, so you're asking someone else to meet at the same time that you guys are available uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate that you came today. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm always down, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's tough, man, but the thing is, I guess consistency is key, though. I feel like getting through these periods, for me, it would be, like, the next two months, would mean that I am actually consistent. Even when it came down to, like, working out, if I got through October, November in that year, that year was going to be a good year for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because that's where my decline comes, for, like, motivation yeah. and stuff. Yeah, man. How about you, Canada? You're always on a high? You're always, like, up top? No, I'm always on the low, trying to figure out my next high. That's why I smoke weed a lot. To be real, though, I'm tr- I, I have, everyone has their highs and lows, especially me, because I don't have a job right now. I'm still trying to figure out their job. I have some hustles, side hustles going, but right now, they're being much more difficult than I thought they would be, especially the website portion. The social media portion is going pretty well. I'm about to implement the new phase of my structure for social media, and hopefully that will start growing her accounts. 
So I've done it with two other accounts before. I don't do it for my own account because I want to stay hidden. Because, like, that's whatever. But for yeah. Stop Boost, they want to grow that one. So that one might put some effort into it. One thing our credit mm-hmm. can ask Sam for is he's very, he doesn't give up. And I think regardless <laughs> of what he does, he, he keeps yeah. going at it. So, like, in terms of what you want to get out of your podcast, like, what, why do you guys, why do you guys still do it? That's a great question. That was a great question. And because we still have fun from doing it. Yeah. And we still have some hope that, you know, maybe something will happen one day. Yeah. And we just don't want to give up. Consistency, you know? Don't give up. I think yeah. that's awesome. And I think it's, it's the most re- I, I listened to episode 69. So it was hilarious. It's actually a funny podcast and your audio is nice and your, your, the flow of your conversations is good. I think the professionalism that Chris brings and the comedy that you bring is sort of a, like a sick combo. So I think what you guys got is actually really good. And I think just long term, what's going to happen is your networking is going to help you bring better guests and you guys will just keep getting better. And we're, I guess that's what we're, we're trying to follow in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Hot Docs is actually doing like a podcast and kind of networking thing. And then Chris hit me and it was like, it's like 200 a ticket. Okay. So it's like, Definitely, it's a it's a little bit of money there, but he's like, you know, this might be a good opportunity to kind of, you know, that's a that's a chance to, you know, something I don't usually do, which is yeah. really network like that. I like talking to people and meeting people, but I don't really like bugging myself. Force, like force that. Net, networking events and stuff. Yeah, like hey, I do this podcast. I don't want to keep running out by people. Yeah. But I got it. I yeah. have to do it. I want to bring this stuff back to one of the earlier topics. You know, you see the network and force your conversation with people you don't want to, right? Mm-hmm. Would that be the defense holding you back from finding a girl because you're not forcing yourself in conversations with a girl when you go to different clubs, bars, or other events? That's 100%. Same similar thing. Yeah, and it's not like I don't want to talk to these people to network with them. I want to talk with them and, and have like regular standard conversation. It's just the um the plug and the hey, I'm doing this by the way. Can you check it out? Can you let me? I don't want to. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Let's say I'm, I'll, I'll put myself in that situation. Because when I had to look for a job, the same, it's, I, in my opinion, it's, just, it's the same thing. I, I wasn't trying to tell people that I was looking for a job at all. I was just trying to meet cool people and just constantly meet cool people. And out of those 100 people that I talked to, and I would just keep going to the next person. It was like I was doing the experiential marketing work that I've always done. And I put myself as the product, and I'm not going to sell these people on anything. I'm going to learn about them. And as soon as somebody brings it up to me, I'll, I'll pitch it to them. Yeah. So that's how that's how I think you should do it too. Just trying to meet cool people there. But yeah. I feel that's the difference between me and you and the big. You had that sales experience. You had that thing just go up to people just on the street. Cause I seen yeah. it when we tried that YouTube video, right? When we were trying to go through random people. They I can do it naturally, but it took it took four years. Yeah. I think keep getting out there. I think that's what I when I took the first actual door to door sales job. That's where I realized I can't be out there like that. And it brings me to negative when I get too many no's, right? Yeah. But I feel like if I keep doing it, maybe not to a sales job, but just in my personal life, I'll try seeing that. I'll, I'll finally find the wifey. And the only way to do it is to keep doing it. So when you, yo, that sounds sick. Can you but, send us a link, or are we not? Oh what? Is it exclusive? What? Is it Hot Docs is doing a two hundred dollars? No, that's not exclusive. I'll, I'll oh, send yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I also, but I also feel like that's also good for networking to grow your podcast. It's mm-hmm. just getting out there, just trying, and that's what I'm be trying to do. That's why I took that sales job. I, mean, I learned a lot from it. I'm not gonna lie, but my who I am, and, and you, I can and feel you, like if sorry. we can incorporate that into not only our podcast, our socialize, and for anybody out there who's single and trying to find their wifey, is just putting yourself out there and just trying to learn how to 
learn about others first <laughs> before <laughs> you try to go for the punchline. Nasha's giving out advice right now. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, what's your track record like? <laughs> no, I don't got a track record, but like I'm learning. Oh, I've already like since I started since that right. sale job right. to now I've like been talking to a few girls here and there, but that's been getting easier. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of you, bro. You actually. But now I'm just gonna try and make the. I, I don't know if it's going anywhere, but just look at it as a friend, and then if it does go anywhere, then I make it something. But if it's not, then it's at least I have some new friends. All right, I want to ask Nabik something. He's our guest after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you came in, bro. You came in, and it became like our casual conversation podcast again. Because I think this is better you want to avoid. But this is being better than our regular casual podcast. I no, I like, like interviews. I like interviews. I want to ask you more questions. I yeah. have questions. Well, I want to have you guys on our podcast. Bro. Because you guys are getting the ball rolling. And that would be epic, bro. Those oh are usually God. the best episodes when it's like a crossover. Bro, yeah. bro, you like you inviting us means a lot. You know, yeah, we're, oh, yeah I can't wait. That's huge. But what question are you going to ask? That's what I was curious <laughs> yeah. about. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just curious yeah, about no, it. What questions are you going to ask? Like so when, when's your next stand-up? Because um, I know I know what happens is like once again it's like everything we do we, we say we want to do it and then we keep like pushing it off. I want to know when your next one is. It kind of inspires me to go do mine too. Okay. How about yeah. we set a date today and then you both go at the same date? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. See, it, maybe not. Um, honestly, if it's like an open mic and somebody wants to do it with me, I'll do it with them. Okay. And I'll go with them if we can get a slot. That's what I've been struggling it's to find. And like I got lucky. Like my first gig was on a show in front of like 80 people That's and awesome. I got paid for it and they liked me too and it worked right the audience worked and my bits worked and all that and I still have new bits like I have a whole new 10 minutes right Ooh. now in my phone and like I know it'll work too because I've tried it in my flow and like different different areas and it kind of works so I kind of want to be able to perform on a show but if I can get some open mic gigs then yeah. I'll do it and um, we're going to do our live show eventually. I want to say the latest we're going to do our live show is like the end of January, hoping to do it by November. For real? Okay. And then I'm doing stand-up like for at least 20 minutes, you know? That would be sick. That would actually be so sick. I have yeah. a question. Why don't you just do stand-up, record yourself, and post it on YouTube? And pretend like you're at like you know what the that amphitheater is? or whatever, have a crowd there, and then just have the audio just making it where... They hear a bunch of laughter, but they never see the crowd. That's yeah, no. That's you are you're on fire with the with that earlier shit you said, and I was like, damn. I was trying to make a joke. No, the first person is serious, but the last one is just a joke. Okay, well, the thing about that, obviously, stand up is seventy percent audience. Yeah. You know, and you know, you know that by watching like open mic, it's a lot of the audience there, and it changes. Like yeah, a yeah. different crowd is different. That is true, but like, mm-hmm. isn't Definitely. it also the people who are, you're trying to get the let you be on the stage? They don't know your material, right? So they don't want to risk it. So if you, at least you have your material online, you're like, not what you're gonna oh, do for no. the stage. They can at least see it, like, okay, this guy's pretty good, because they can get a laugh at you because they're watching your YouTube video. But why right? are they gonna go watch your video? Because yeah. they're like, <laughs> cool. check me out. Check me out on YouTube. And they're gonna be like, oh, your connection's coming up. <laughs> Yo, they're not gonna look at you. But you also lose that ten minutes because. Stand up is not like music where they want to hear the same five songs over. It's like yeah. once you do the bit, they don't want to do the bit again. Yeah. You know, and and you also lose like, you lose the bit entirely because you don't have an audience there. So like, you don't know when to stop or yeah. to break and shit like that. And kind of, 
And it could be a great joke, but people are like, I would, I didn't laugh because when I saw it on the computer, it was quiet. It didn't hit me. Yeah. You know, but it hits in person. Yeah. Plus, you gotta be looking yeah. at the audience. You gotta work with the audience. You gotta feel the vibe. Like, like when I, the thing is, I've only done presentations. So I've done like marketing presentations, and I've done like product presentations. So I know when I say something and it, the audience isn't reacting well. We did in university too. So yeah, yeah. It's just, I feel like. The, the only reason I thought I would ever be good at stand-up is because I was really good at, like, all of my presentations. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to do it. And then I realized make, putting a bit together is, like, I have everything for my bit other than all the punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I think you should run those jokes by people. And then yeah. that person can help you find that punchline. Yeah, yeah. Like, the other day I wrote a joke with Victor. Like, I said something, and then he added something, and it killed it. Like, it yeah. completed it. Yeah, okay. You know, and that happens, you know, people co-write these. Yeah, that's the creative process, right? You can't always do something by yourself. It's like how I realized this website, I'm going to need the Deacon's help a lot. Because, mm-hmm. like, this is my first time working with WordPress. I've done websites without WordPress, just building from scratch. Yo, but man. actually using a template and figuring out how to do it, you need someone to help co-author it. Or that- co-produce it. In a sense, mm-hmm. like you, you and your podcast, you have a Chris co-producing <laughs> you know, the process. You're funny. We we start talking about something, and then you're like, "Hmm, <laughs> this is how it relates to me." And then you say uh, something about WordPress. And stuff. He's like, "Oh shit, that's why I bring you out, and I bring you in, right? You co-produce your podcast, right? And you have someone there to help you, right? So maybe you're right about that. It's facts. You have to have someone sometimes help you figure out what's the next bit of your joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, I run some. Risky bits by Chris first. Some that I'm like, hey, this might be a bit much. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're cool. This is fine. And um, I, huh? No, nothing. I was he's like the politically correct one. Like he understands when you cross the line. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I've made some mistakes in the past, like some light mistakes. Like one, for example, I'll be honest. Um, two or three Halloweens ago, I dressed up as Dave Chappelle's. Um, like impression of Rick James. Okay. It's, a, it's a legendary bit on the on the Chappelle oh, show yeah, yeah. of him doing Rick James, and he wears um like hair that's uh yeah that's not nappy. I forgot what is it? Just braids, pretty braids. It's a, not a dreads, braid wig, not dreads. No, no, it's just a braid wig, right? And that's black hair, and I wore that, and I wore some wild shirt and then leather pants, and I did this pose, right? And that was on my Instagram for a whole year. Uh, nobody said a thing. It was like no, it was like twenty fifteen. Okay. Right? I was on my IG for a whole year and nobody hit me never in person. And then the girl that I was dating at the time was like, Yo, you gotta take this down, this is fucked up for this reason. I didn't even know it was yeah. cultural appropriation. It could be considered like blackface, right? It, well it, yeah. In a sense. It's cultural appropriation pretty yeah. much. Because <laughs> you're taking, you know, their hair, what you like of them and you're not, you know, truly friends with them or with them. And so, um, and then that, I, I realized that in, back in 2016, mm-hmm. that, you know, this is before, I guess, cultural appropriation was really talked about yeah, like that. it wasn't even brought up. Because people yeah. would do some wild stuff. People still do some wild stuff. But they don't do it as wild as they did back then. Because people didn't really see the negative connotation behind what they were doing. Now what, now what, and now society, yeah, everyone realizes. I feel like it's just spir- spiraling out of control. It's just like, let's grab everything that looks like what I but I find offensive, and let's call it offensive. I don't think your costume was super offensive. Maybe it might offend a few small like group of people, but most, what I, like I don't think most black people would care that you dressed up like that. 
mm. but there probably are some people that are gonna eat it. That's what you like. I know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, where would you cut the line then? To how something's offensive and how little, how much people you should care that you're offending to how much people are you offending? Like, where's the line between that then? And it's always great. Yeah. That's what people. That's where this whole movement came up. Do you have any right? bits you want to run <laughs> right now? Um, I'll do mine so I can start the bar oh, really low. Okay. Let me start the bar low, and then you can you can raise the bar after. Okay. <laughs> I mean, anywhere listening this out there, I'm not funny, so it's just gonna be these two. Yeah, this guy's naturally funny, but he just funny. Yeah, just be you. Just be you. Do funny. Yeah, but like that's on and off. So, but like me trying to be jokes right now, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. So I'm not funny. So let's hear it out for the two funny people in the room right now. Um, Amit and Vivek. Bro, I'm so like I'm I'm not funny all the time. Okay, I have I have uh stems. Okay. Okay, this is just like the joke hasn't been completed yet. Me too. It's just an idea. All right. You want you want to go first? I just feel like yours is going to make us laugh and mine is going to uh, make the audience like turn off the podcast. So, uh, okay, you go for uh, No, no, I have an idea. Like, you know how you said like keep up co-produce? Maybe you can help Amit co-produce his punchline for the one he's about to bring up. Okay, let me say this one. Okay, so right? I have, I have a premise. So all I have is a premise. Mm-hmm. I don't even have like how I'm going to say it and what the punchline is going to be. Yeah. But let me try, let me try. Okay, so you have you have fighters that get in the ring, right? There's two UFC fighters. Yeah. They get in the ring, right? The referee comes up. He says, all right, fighters, obey the rules at all times. Uh, n- don't hit below the belt, blah, 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 blah. Do you have any questions? And then the first guy comes up. He's like, yes. Uh, like, what's what's the square root of 44? And the referee just looks at him like, what the hell? And he's like, uh, he tells he's like, he's like, what is this? Okay, he just tries to continue to fight. The other guy's like, yeah, I also have a question. And they go back and forth with questions. And uh, that's the premise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a punchline yet. I'll figure something out. No, there's some. There could be something there. Something there. They just started talking to the ref. Yeah. The premise right there. But it's I guess it's not too real. I thought you were gonna be like, so there's two fighters in the ring and the the ref is like, you can't hit below the belt. So the other guy's like, so I can't be double fisting. Okay, no, I'm not gonna say well, that. Let me think. Yeah. Let me. Hey, it's a direction. <laughs> That's a that goes in the mind map, you know. Yeah, yeah. Throw on one of those uh, mind maps and make it a sixth grade, like just an idea to talk about. So this one is a simple, you know. Um, so you know, one night in um last autumn, actually, I was just walking home, um, uh, back from a party. It was like only 11 p.m. Right, mm-hmm. walking home, uh, in Ajax, and out of nowhere, some guys pull up in a van, right. Mm-hmm. Three guys jump out and they kidnap me. They take me, like off my feet. They carry me, throw me in this van, right? And they um they blindfold me, and then they throw some chemical in my mouth and I black out, right? I just totally black out. I'm I'm fucked up. I don't know what's going on. I wake up, pitch pitch black. Right? I don't see a thing. Just my something wrapped around my eyes. I know I'm not blind. I just have something in my eyes. Suddenly, someone removes the blindfold off my, my eyes, right? It's a bandana or whatever. I open my eyes, I'm like, oh, where am I? And then I'm in a Benihana, right? <laughs> and then I'm tied to this chair with my arms over my back. And then I see my girl to the right of me sitting there, right? With two guys standing on her left side and her right side. And out of nowhere, this guy comes in and he's like, I know what you did. This is your punishment. And then a chef comes and starts throwing shrimp, shrimp, shrimp in my mouth while my girl watches. 
That's important because yeah. I was at a stand-up show some time ago, and then the guy went on stage yeah. and said a joke about pretty woman. The crowd was filled with twenty-five-year-olds, twenty-three-year-olds. Yeah, they're a little bit. They didn't even know what pretty woman was, and nobody laughed at the joke yeah, except like, me because I knew that movie. But I was like, you guys kind of you gotta know your audience. Yeah. yeah. So you can always build it up saying like. It'd be like, okay, so anyone who's been to Benny Hanna, do you know what Benny Hanna is? But they say no, then you can kind of try to build up to what it is. And then be like, okay, this, and then slowly work your way to that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would just have to find like a common restaurant that's similar to Benny Hanna. Yeah. There is a Benny Hanna in Toronto. There's nobody goes to it because it's not expensive. Yeah. Right? Um, like a Chick fil A. Nah. You're talking about how you're Scarborough that went to Benny Hanna and did all this stuff and then. Which slowly work your way to the story where you get kidnapped and then bring back Benny Hanna. Wait, there's no comedy. Is there, you hear an idea from his. Um, Vivek, Vivek, I'm gonna let you close with a message that you want to send to our listeners. Um, hmm. uh, my message is. I mean, people say this all the time, but it's actually real, which is to really never take others' opinions on yourself into consideration and just focus on on how you view yourself and try to build your confidence up, try to become more confident. That's, that's not an easy thing to do. It's very hard to do to become confident. But, you know, if you believe in yourself and bet on yourself, that's the most important thing. If you 100% bet on yourself and believe in yourself, it'll, it'll eventually work. And it might be a long time, man. Yeah. Might be six years of you trying this thing out, you know, and then it might pop though on six, on uh six year and the first day, who knows? January first of year seven. Yeah. So try. I like that, bro. Mm-hmm. That's like, all right, man. That was good. Ahmed and Kana also signing off. I have nothing left to say. That was as well said it could as it could have been. And only thing I gotta say is. Check us out on Stop Boosting 416 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And remember to check out High Top Flip Flops on Instagram. And you can check out them out on SoundCloud and where else? Uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube. High Top Flip Flops. So be real yeah. and easy. <laughs> <laughs>